For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm taking deep breaths because I'm trying to calm down. Because I'm upset, Lofa. I'm upset. Upset? I have sent out the fantasy football email to the whole league. I've gotten responses back from pretty much everyone that says they're good to go. They're ready to play this year. They're excited for the season. Can't wait, Kamish. Guess who's I guess who I haven't got an email back from yet. Take a wild guess. Katie, producer Katie, who won it last year. No, how dare you? I got an email back from producer Katie. Oh, okay. No, he wears backwards baseball hats, white, long sleeve shirts. What kind of shirts? Zone in. Okay, the there we go. Them. Okay, now getting warm. I, uh, yeah, I thought that was spam, bro. Bro, what? Are you kidding me? It came from my email address. I'm not spamming you. I don't know, man. Are you, you sent me some you sent me some interesting links. I'll say that much. <laughs> forward, forward, R E, R E, R E, R E. Forever. <laughs> Come on, dude. Are you coming back to uh yeah, rep I'm, the middle of the road again? I, oh, hold up. I made the playoffs. Did you even make the playoffs? <laughs> uh no, I didn't make the playoffs. Okay. So that's true. I did. There's that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm back, man. I'm in. Where is Zeke? Zeke pulled onto the ball last year. Okay, he didn't score very many touchdowns. It was not my fault. It was Zeke's fault. I'm blaming the players. It's your fault for having him in there. (laughs) I mean, I can't blame the player. Blame the coach. You you started him. Uh, But yes, I am. I'm back. You're ready. This is my formal email. Um, okay. in reply. So tell okay. Bo, tell Katie, tell everybody. Yeah. Both, All right. both teams coming for the title. Better alert the league. He's coming back, everybody. All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, ready to do the uh, actual Seahawks show now? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Hit the theme zone. What a catch. Intercepted by Lofer to Tupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my Podcast on the Believe Sports Network and on Brinks TV, Brinks.tv. Thanks everyone for watching and listening and subscribing and reviewing and doing everything that you guys do out there. We love you for that. I'm joined as always by Seahawks All Pro Lofa Tatupu. What's up, buddy? What's happening, my man? If you guys got emails that you want to send to the show, you guys can do that. Seahawkspod at gmail.com. Uh, also hit us up on any social medias. It's at Believe in Seahawks, B-L-E-A-V 
in Seahawks. Uh, right off the bat, a uh, word from one of our sponsors, everybody, our loyal sponsor. They've pretty much been here the entire time because you guys are there for them. It's betonline.ag. Early Super Bowl odds are out there. You can lay some wagers down. Also, they got a 24-7 online casino that never closes. Betonline.ag is the place to be for all online wagering. Lofa, the promo code is... Believe, mm-hmm. spelled B-L-E-A-V. Yep, you get a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up using our promo code at betonline.ag. Lofa to Tupu, the Seahawks played their second preseason game. In the rundown that I sent to everybody, it still says first preseason game with the Raiders. I forgot to change that, but it's a good thing I work with a bunch of smart people. So uh, thanks for ignoring that, everyone. Um, they played their second preseason game it was with the denver broncos another former afc west rival for the seahawks um and uh it it was another it it was another preseason game it was it was another preseason game thoughts on game two lofa did we learn anything at all about our seahawks (laughs) man it's preseason bro a big steaming cup of man i mean they they had their start. I was actually pleasantly surprised at the 14 nothing after the first half, considering we had no starters out there, uh-huh. almost no starters. They had all their starters out there. And we turned the ball over a couple times, right? I think we had two in the first half um, by Magoo. And um, we still only, only down two scores. I mean, if Russ and Bobby and them are in there, you know, it's a whole different ballgame. So, not worried at all. Don't hit the panic button, Brett. Do not do it. I was. I'm gonna. I, I almost feel like we should be sitting here doing a Denver Broncos podcast instead, though, because it'd be easier to like scout their team since they're playing guys that are gonna play. I mean, right? Like, I feel yeah. like almost for fantasy reasons, we could be talking about Teddy Bridgewater because he looked good, right? I tell you, you know? what, yeah, he did. But I tell you, okay, so we, if we're gonna talk like that, then if we're going fantasy, I might be stashing DJ Dallas on my bench. You know. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Way to bring okay. it back to the Seahawks because uh, this is a yeah. podcast after all. So, uh, but my, my question for you, though, before we get to DJ and, and, you know, more into the game from a Seahawks perspective, my first question right off the bat is in line with kind of what I'm joking about, which is, are the starters getting enough playing time in the preseason? Will they get enough playing time with only a little bit? I, I, you got to figure they're not going to play that much in this final tune up before the regular season. Right. So. After this is all said and done, man, are they getting enough playing time? Or is Pete doing this right? You know, not so much for the defense, am I concerned? Um, you know, we we finished on a high note. That last half of the season was amazing. Made great adjustments, you know, with the acquisition of Dunlap and with Jamal coming back, defense took off. Mm-hmm. So over there, I'm really only looking at who is going to be that number two corner and where the hell is Demarius Randall? Because, I mean, I've been talking about him for two years now. I'm not even sure he's on our team. Mm. Is he is he on our team? Because yeah. that guy should be out there starting at corner, yeah. at one of I those agree. corner spots opposite DJ Reed. So defense, I'm not worried. Offense, not worried, right? But I am wondering if we get off to a slow start, how much of it was because we did not give them any reps in a new brand new offense. Yeah. And man. so you're you're yeah. right to be a little worried there. I'm I'm not worried, I'm wondering. 
We'll I see. saw someone on Twitter, Seahawks Twitter, which is always a good read, everybody. If you want to see just panic, despair, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, otherwise uh, nervousness, go to Seahawks Twitter. But I saw someone on Seahawks Twitter say that they were saying basically that they're they're super excited for the season, but petrified. And I feel the exact same way. Like I just I, I don't I I don't I mean I don't know if I should be scared but for some reason I am scared of this upcoming I'm, season. I'm sure if we went back to last preseason you had the same reaction. Don't oh, worry. Really? It's going to be just fine. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about standouts then from the game. DJ Dallas, you brought him up right off the bat. And how can you not? He's doing everything. A great kick return in game two. He also had a huge hit on kick coverage. He didn't, I don't think it was making the tackle, but he just like took out his blocker and everybody else like a wrecking ball down there. And then also blocked a punt. Um, This guy, he's just, he's the MVP of the preseason. Has to be, right? Him or. On offense, absolutely. Defense, yes, it is Belor. Okay. Uh, or or Barton. It's it's toss up right now. But um yeah, DJ Dallas does everything. Um Great. it's incredible. So he's adding value, you know, to to the team in many ways. Um and yeah, running, catching out of the backfield. Those are the things that we knew, but I, I didn't know he was gonna be a special teams demon, man, like an absolute beast. Yeah. Returning, blocking kicks. It's, there's a lot to be excited about with this kid, and um, you know I'm I'm happy for him, man. Oh, yeah, also, I mean, six yards of carry in college, so yeah. we still haven't really found him get his rhythm and get get his feet under him at the running back. But when we do, averaging six in college is no joke. Yeah, I think I think this season is going to be a breakout year for him, uh, or and I'm hoping obviously, and he's playing great. And I think we can pretty much pencil him in or, or write him in in stone for a kick returner, right? He'll be taking the opening kick off if if the Seahawks win the coin toss or choose to receive, right? Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, not sure about punt duties, maybe. I really like Reed back there. Um, he mm-hmm. did some exciting things last year. And, mm-hmm. you know, nothing flashy. Didn't break a ton of big ones, but it was like 8 to 10 yards, which is what you want. You want one first down at least. Yeah. To average. Well, let's talk about the defense a little bit. Defense gave up 30 after giving up 20 in week one. That's 50 points in two preseason games. Speaking of petrified, um, that's this, these are some of my reasons. Uh, what's uh, Ken Norton saying in those meeting rooms? I mean, I know Kenny's getting after them because even though he doesn't have his best weapons out there, and that's no knock to the, the backups, the reserves, who are playing their hearts out, and I'm proud of them. But it's just the facts of the facts. He doesn't have his guys right now. And uh, and that's what happened in the middle of the season before the trade deadline. You know, Shaq Griffin was out of the lineup. Jamal Adams was out of the lineup. Um, who else? There was a couple other guys dealing with injuries. And so it's like when that happens, these are the guys we're going to count on. Um, now, I have seen some, some good things. Um, you know, Rasheem keeps showing up, man. He looks like he's primed for a breakout year, and um, you know I'm excited about what he can do. The linebackers, uh, it hurts to lose uh, BBK because he was. I think he was primed for a bit of pretty big role, maybe in the sub packages. They might have thrown him out there, um, but um, Barton has looked spectacular, as I said last year. I mean, it looks like he took the next step uh, again. Brooks has looked solid, and so. Um, I'm I'm excited about what they have on defense, and um, you know, you get get that picture up behind you. you know, they got might have another guy coming to town, huh? Yeah, well, maybe we'll we'll get you to him that? in a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I, I just, dude, D- 
do you worry about the self-esteem of this team with just these games? I mean, they're ugly, man. And ugly, sloppy games. And you used to, you were in the locker room with, you know, in these times, like I know that's the preseason and you guys know it doesn't count and things like that, but it, it does count a little bit, right? Like does the morale wane a little yeah. bit? Like, no, because okay. again, so I don't have to worry about that. Stuff. You don't have to worry about it. You know, right. and I know Bobby and all of them, all their leaders are getting after the guys to try to help, you know, get them going a little harder, you know, getting after the football, doing the things that we need to do to win. But again, these, this is, these are not the guys that are going to be playing. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about a guy that is playing. We You mentioned him a second ago, Nick Ballor. Five tackles in game two. Um, he's a ton of fun to watch out there. He's pretty much uh, one of my main sources of entertainment when I'm watching these preseason games. Uh, I saw somebody, one of, one of the Seahawks players on Twitter said that Nick is also an elite beer drinker. So I'm falling even more in love with him as the yeah. days and minutes go on here. Um, I know you love him. You love watching him play these preseason games, huh? He's he's killing it out there. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me take it back to the story because, I mean, I, t- I know I've told this before. I mean, we talked so. about it last episode, yeah. Yeah, but this is a kid 11, 10, 11 years ago that I watched his tape, and he was worthy of a, a late round, mid to late round pick. And – I was even telling the Hawks, yo, go get this kid. Go get this kid. He's he's just a baller. You turn on the tape, he was just killing everybody on that field. If you yeah. got in his way, you were done. Yeah. And so, you know, here we are 11 years later, folks. 11. Look at him. There Look, it's a long time to be playing in the league. Look right? at those traps. Look at those traps. Go to Brinks.tv, everybody. Watch the show, you guys. Definitely you tricep day for Nick you there. Watch the show. Look at those triceps there. Yeah. But – yeah, so he gets changed over to fullback midway through his career, right? And he's a selfless player from everybody that I've heard that's played with him. They're like, yo, whatever for the team, right? Comes here, makes a pro bowl as a fullback, and BBK goes down. And I was wondering, I was like, yo, what are we going to do? Like, we're not going to put Bobby out there. We, you can't have Barton playing. He's playing so many snaps. I'm worried about him going into the season for special teams and, you know, sure. uh, backup duties. So what do they do? They take Nick Ballore from fullback. He goes in the goal line on the play where they gave him a touchdown. He smashed that fullback, clogged the lane, and from then on, he had five, a couple tackles for a loss. And, I mean, you know, I don't even know if this guy's got a fucking playbook on defense. But <laughs> they're just like, yo, put him out there. He ball, he ball. This guy gets after it. And so, yeah, yeah I mean, huge Nick Valor fan. Definitely him or, or Cody, I'm saying, uh, MVP of the preseason. Yeah, man, he's he's great. And you got to have guys like this on your football team, right? That that just hand me my helmet, coach. I'm going in, whether it's special teams, fullback, linebacker, yeah. tight end, whatever you need. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. going in. That's the perfect way to explain his game. Like, hey, I got this. I'm going in. And he was also voted as the funniest teammate. I don't know if you saw that huh. um, by uh, a, a ton of guys. So he brings a lot to the table. <laughs> <laughs> more than just what shows up in the scorecard. Those are the things you don't see. Yeah, those are yeah. <laughs> right. don't show up on the stat sheet. Uh, Pete said after the game that week three in the preseason, yeah, his quote was, will be a big week for us and a lot of guys who haven't played will play. So assuming that means a lot of starters will play, just makes me nervous, <laughs> of course. And now you don't want them to play, huh? But, dude, they haven't. So now it's like, oh, it's like just – there's too much riding on it now. It really doesn't mean anything, you know? So. Yeah, right. I, now, okay. 
No, you're not swaying me that side, man. Uh, well, they kind of. My question for you though is like, should they play a lot? How much should they play? If you if you were coaching, if you had control over that, is it one half for the starters? Is it a drive? Like, how much do they need, and what's the appropriate amount of for them to play in preseason game three? For in your mind, I mean, I would. See, but I, I think outside the box, Brett Dabber. Okay. If I was a coach, and this is why they'd probably never give me a team, I'd be like, yo, check this out, fools. Offense, you go down and score on your first drive, you're out. Oh. Game over. Yeah. Defense, you get a three and out, you're out. But if you don't, you're asked to stand out there for the first quarter. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, for the, not not till you do. It's just the first quarter. Okay. No, I'm not going to. If it, yeah, not till you do. You know, let's not get crazy. We got 17 games that count coming up, man. Okay, but what if the first play of the game, you know, Russ drops back and just bombs like a 79-yarder to DK? They, they can just walk off the field? Did they score? That's it. All right. Okay. Did they score? Yeah. No, I'm asking you. Yeah, if they score, yeah. Then, yeah, that's the deal. One play, that's it? Give me a score, and you're out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I hear you. Um, they cut the roster down to the 80 that they have mm-hmm. to get it down to. And then some of the injuries, unfortunately, helped out with that. You mentioned BBK, our guy, my guy from the University of Washington there. I mean, having a great preseason, man. And he goes down on the opening kickoff, one of these non-contact kind of things like it's ACL done for the season, you know, so that just that hurts there he is look at him on the cart it's just you don't want to see that so uh especially in the preseason so bbk out like you said and then john ursua also receiver you know haven't got to see him play much in his career so far possession guy was kind of excited he was playing great too they even gave him one on like an end around right like a little pitch play they were using him a lot um and then he he had a, a knee injury as well so he's out ryan neal um strained oblique is that a big deal or meh from you on a strained oblique? What's that really entail? I mean, it's it can depend, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's up to. I've played with one. It's definitely not meh. It's definitely not meh. Yeah. Um, but Ryan Neal's a lot tougher than I am, so I think he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, they also released quarterback Magoo and uh, Lattimore, which he was having a nice preseason. But uh, maybe they're making room, which we'll get to that. Yeah. And then uh, tight end Wood Anderson, who had a couple of penalties, I think. Had a rough game. Yeah. Him and Magoo. Yeah. So they released those guys, and they got down to the 80. Um, so, you know, I guess that means Geno uh, Smith, quarterback-wise, will be back, obviously, for preseason game three then, right? Because they mm-hmm. let go, and then they got yep. man if they need him and stuff. So, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, moving on. NFL's top 100 list, guys. We talked about it on the last episode. It is out. It is completed. Four more Seahawks have been added to the list. Lofa, I don't know if you read the rundown. The names are in here. Uh, or do you want to just guess at who it is and where they came in? You want to play a game, or did you already read it and know? I think I saw it on the, the ticker on the NFL Network. So, I mean, I know who made it. Okay. I don't remember. Let's see if I remember the, the, the rankings. Um, I think we nailed all of them. Because, we did. Yeah. Right. Got, I'll play we, this game. Four more uh, like we thought, right? We said there'd be seven, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the next one up was Jamal, correct? Jamal, yep. Number three. Oh, you guys put him off. Oh, ah. y'all are. Oh. Ah. Well, I, no, I'm no, going to no, close my eyes. No, I'm going to close my eyes. Defense, in their defense, I only gave him one photo. <laughs> and then I, I'm not I looking. I would ruin my own game. Where'd my microphone okay. go? All right. Okay. 
Keep your eyes closed. So Jamal okay. coming in at 31. Yep. Uh, two lower than his jersey number. I mean, two higher, technically lower. You get it. Um, what do you think about that for Jamal? Man, I'm going to do this with my eyes closed. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think – I think it's fitting, you know. Uh, he missed a couple time, couple. Oh, they uh, took it down. They took it. Okay, down. there we go. I'm back. I'm back. Um, it's it's fitting for his stat line, you know. Uh, he missed a couple games. What he missed four games. So, and uh, we're gonna get to the stats later in the show, but yeah, I don't, you know, and like maybe these guys care to a point, but they don't really like. They're not watching this stuff. At least I hope they're not. I hope they. I would say I would say just making the list. I mean, obviously, if you're in the top half of the list or bottom half of the list, but just being one of the top 100 top players. 100, right? Yeah, because yeah, it's not specific. It's just all-around players. So, anyway, uh, Bobby Wagner is next up on the list. Where do you think they put him? Close your eyes. They'll put the they'll put the picture. Up. Close your the pic- okay. Um, I saw this. So I saw this uh, when it released a couple of days ago. He was um, 25, I think. Yeah, you got it. Okay. You got it. Okay. Open them? Take, take a picture down again. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? 25 for Bobby Wagner. How's that sound? It depends. I didn't see who else and see it's, I think it's disrespectful if there's some more middle linebackers in front of him mm-hmm. and that's the, if there's no other middle linebackers in front of him, I don't have a problem with it because to me, he's just the one that's been doing it the longest, man. And you have to pay respect to that. The fact that he's been on top and, you know, teams have probably been game planning him. Like, hey, keep 54 out of the way and we have a chance to run the ball. We have a chance to get this accomplished. So, you know, I don't know if some of these younger linebackers are at that level yet where the, the coordinator, offense coordinator is more worried about, you know, the D line or or a, a shutdown corner than than Bobby. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, three slots higher than him, but oh. lower in numerical order. Shut your eyes again. Uh, it's DeKalen Zacharias Metcalf. Oh, buddy. Am I excited for the season this guy's going to have? Wait We're, a minute. I'm gonna, oh, I no, already – I really picture that. You just, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess 22nd. <laughs> yeah, 22nd. There's that Wonderlick test showing its showing – like, Did you just tell me the answer? Um. Yeah. What do you think, man? I mean, DK is going to have a big season, right? He. This is his. This is his coming out party season. Not that he hasn't already, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, this is the one where he really puts his flag in the ground and cements it. I think. I think so. Or I think this is one where you know what? They're like, hey, make somebody else. This guy, when he catches the ball, is so dangerous. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to let him catch the ball. Double coverage over him. You know, mm-hmm. a corner in front and a cloud corner, which means he's up up on the line pressing and we got a safety floating over the top and we'll zone off the rest over here um and figure out how to deal with their other weapons but um but if not if they dare go single man on him i mean good luck well anytime they they think he might be singled up it's just go route right all day long yeah i would even tell russ like if i was russ i'd I'd be telling dk yo if you just just go man I'm hoping, I mean, I, th- I th- you're totally right. I think it's a huge storyline of the season, like seeing how defenses are going to play DK. And I'm hoping that with this new offense, they give him a lot more, maybe even just like shorter routes and let him do something after the catch, right? Like it doesn't need to be a go route for DK all the time. He's so big and fast and can move. Like give him a slant and watch him go. Yeah, and I forget who he had that 10-yard in against, <clears throat> but – 
think it might have been Sam Fran. He caught the 10 yard and in, caught the ball. And when you go backwards, I talked about this two or three yards, you just created the angle for the defender to get over the top and just make the tackle. He went to the sideline and then cut it up like Forrest Gump, just straight and then straight up, like a 90 degree angle. Yeah. And he was not to be touched. I couldn't believe it. That was the most, one of the most incredible plays I've ever seen. So I'm all about just giving him a slant. Or we used to throw these now routes to my man Mike Williams back in the day. And it was like, so all he does, he he turns if the corner, if the corner's playing off, the quarterback just looks up and sees it. He's like, all right. Yeah, we had a run design right now, but I'm just going to stand up and throw it to that guy. And then good luck tackling that. Good yeah. luck. Because you know Miami, I think he broke a 60-yarder. Um, and then there was another one where he caught a short three- or four-yard route and then took it 40, 50 yards. So, yeah, I'm right. in favor of that. I love that. Throw him a now route. That's amazing. Um, okay, last up on the list for oh, the oh. Seahawks, but uh, highest on the list for the Seahawks, meaning lowest number is – Russell Wilson, QB1. He was number two on the NFL's top 100 list last season. We can put the picture back up. He's got his eyes closed. Where do you think Russ Wilson came in on the list going into this season? I, I think I think I still remember this one. And I think it's uh, very, you know, it's just very meaningful because he came <laughs> in at 12. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Uh, I, you know, usually you don't read the rundown. Maybe. Yeah. yeah you, oh, you got it off the taker. That's right. That's what you said. Yeah. I didn't anyway, read your rundown. Um, Come on, man. Is this being so full of yourself? Is this, uh, is this placement by the NFL network? Is this uh cheeky by making him number 12 or is it total BS? I mean, I think he's, I don't know 11 players better than him that I would rather have than him. Do you? Nah, it'd be hard to name 11, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy, I think, at least in the top 10. But yeah. I did see just, you know, after him was Stefan Dix, who led the entire league in receiving. So how much weight do we put into these? Who knows? Who's even voting on this shit? Because, I mean, we, we should have had more guys in there. We should have had KJ up, should have been higher. Like, I mean, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he should definitely should have been higher on the list. Maybe they're just being cheeky with the number 12 there. Uh, but either way, yeah, Russell Wilson's the best. And, I mean, honestly, man, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to really think long and hard even about any players that I'd want really over Russ, especially at quarterback. Like, when you just take into account, like, age, athletic ability, leadership qualities, you know, all of the above, like, just maybe Pat Mahomes might be the only one like, that you would consider consider but even because then, he's younger I mean, but he's only because he's younger not because he's better but that's the thing it's not by much though it's not by enough yet really even i don't know i i that'd be a sleepless night that's all i'm saying if i had to make oh that. i hear you but i mean okay anyway. uh yeah so rust comes in at number 12 um what did you guys think about the nfl top 100 email us seahawkspod at gmail.com <laughs> but now a word from our second sponsor Balance seven. I don't know if you heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom might be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon, Lofa. Did you hear that? I, I did, and that's awesome. 
<laughs> you probably heard it because I talked about it on the last episode. That's exactly uh, where I heard it from. Lamar has been using Balance 7, man. It, it balances out your alkaline and your pH levels and all that kind of stuff. And it's given him a ton of energy for him to level up. Um, and it can do that for you too. Head on over to balance7.com. Use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, and you receive a free four-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. That product retails for $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com. Use promo code BELIEVE, <laughs> B-L-E-A-V. Yeah. And check them out, balance7.com, everybody. Um, let's talk about some contracts and some player moves and things possibly coming up for the Seahawks here. Um, first off the bat, Jamal Adams signed his contract with the team like minutes after we finished the last yeah. podcast <laughs> when we were hoping that he would sign and we were all worried about him signing and everything. We like stopped recording and then the news came across the wire. There's Jamal signing his contract. Yeah, uh, sure. the, yeah look at that shirt, man. Makes him the highest paid safety in the league. And uh, I took a deep sigh of relief and took a deep breath after that. How are you feeling, Lofa? Yeah, it was uh, needed to get done, and um, I'm glad it got done because we need him out there, man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts Perfect. on the contract in general? Like, did they pay him as a safety? Did they pay him as a linebacker? Is he? Are you good with the years and the dollars and all of that kind of stuff from a team standpoint? I didn't see all the details, but highest paid safety sounds pretty pretty cool to me. Yeah. Um, if I was a safety, uh, so <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's happy, right? I don't know maybe what they were kind of at a stalemate at was, you know, maybe the guarantee or something, but I'm just glad both sides are glad we can move on to bigger things. Well, literally, and literally for, Dwayne Brown. Yeah. And we'll get there. And for Jamal, for Jamal, I mean, four years, you know, like when this contract's up, he'll be due for another big one. It'll just be in his early thirties, I think, or not, you know, I think big. he'll be, yeah. I don't think he'll even be 30. Will he? Yeah, so, I mean, this is a great deal for him. And, uh, you know, now he can just kind of go out and play football and we can all relax about it for a little while. And I'm excited about it, man. It's cool. Um, His mom, he said that his mom called him and used all three names and told him to knock it off and go sign the contract. Uh, Mama Tatupu ever get involved with uh, stuff like this or call you up? Um, No, she's left it to myself. That's what, you know, um, I remember when I was leaving – college everybody's like don't do it you're not gonna get drafted your shit's weak and i was like you know what i don't think it's that bad i think i can play at that level and my mom was like you know what follow your heart and so that was the advice mama t gave me there you go. Uh, when it came down to it nice uh gino atkins man that's my next topic and all i wrote down was gino atkins question mark and then i oh. put him here in my background what a savage dude we we doing this thing? What's going on? Like I he, hope so. He came and worked out. All indications are that it went really well. And I think I read on Twitter this morning that it's just up to him and the years and the or the uh, you know the number basically like whatever they want to arrive at. So I, you're a fan of it. I knew you would be. Like Huge what did he bring to the table? And then also reuniting with Carlos Dunlap. Oh my god! I mean, just like eerily similar to Dunlap in terms of just like the amount of production. So Gino is a 
a three technique, maybe a little bit of nose, but over here he'll be a three technique. And he is just – he wreaked havoc over there. I don't know many D tackles that have 70 sacks, but I think he's either at or just past there. Those are insane numbers. I think he's a five five time either first team all pro or whatever. I, I yeah, I got it right here. You two have it. Time, two time first team all okay. pro, one time second team all pro, eight Pro Bowlers, eight pro part bowlers. of the 2010 NFL All Decade team. Um, 384 total tackles, 75 sacks. Uh, 70. <laughs> 75 ta- sacks, um, and eight forced fumbles career. Uh, fourth round draft pick back in the day. Yeah, I mean, sign him up. Let's do this thing. He had a rotator cuff surgery, but that yeah. he cleared for that for a while, and he's just been kind of biding his time and trying to decide who to go to. And I say, come on board, buddy. Yeah, I'm you sure. Did. I'm sure Dunlap's helped recruiting him. You know, um, and and how much you know because look, they did their fair bit of losing over there. You know, they had a couple good years in terms of team as a team, but. This is a real chance to win a championship, and there's nothing like an older guy wants more than, like, I want that ring. And so bringing him here, I think that would be incredible for our front. Um, even if he's even 70% of what Geno Atkins can do, he is still one of the best in the league at, at what he does. So, and I all I can think about, you know, it's a little selfish, but all I can think about is Bobby and Brooks just running free all day long, making tackles. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, what's going to happen. And so I'm excited about this one. Yeah, dude, me too, man. I mean, you know, it worked with Jamal last time we were all nervous. We were worried. He wouldn't sign. And then he signs minutes after the podcast. Like maybe, maybe this will happen could be again. the good luck charm. Maybe lightning strikes twice. Come on, Gino. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on here. Let's move on to our zone in segment. We do this because Lofa's company is zone in CBD. Go to zoneincbd.com for all your CBD needs. It's the best, everybody. You can subscribe also. So the packages just show up at your front doorstep on a timely basis. Just as you're running out of your last bottle of CBD, boom, the next one shows up on the doorstep. Go to cbd.com. Sorry, zoneincbd.com and uh, do that. Also, promo code LOFA, believe, right? Now we changed it. Oh. Just kidding. Still believe. It gets you 20% off of your purchase. You can also pick it up in person if you're like, promo code. I don't need no stinking promo code. You can go to Bartell Drug Stores and pick it up in person. You could try asking the cashier or whatever. I don't know if they'll give it to you. You could try. Why not? Yeah, give it a shot. I don't know. Has anyone ever tried to use a live promo code? You could be the first one. Um, I'm going to make, I'm gonna make coupons. Let's tone in on uh, Jamal Adams for a second. Let's go back to Jamal because uh, during game two of the preseason, as I was watching the coverage, he put on the headset and he was talking to the guys up in the booth and everything. And they asked him about his goals for this upcoming season. And so Jamal himself said that his personal goals are 12 and a half sacks and five interceptions. So let's zone in on that. Lofo, what do you think? Last year he had nine sacks and zero interceptions. This year he wants twelve and a half and five. I, I think the, I think the sacks are possible, especially wow. with how much. Yeah, I mean, he had nine and a half, and he missed four games. Man, he true. missed a whole quarter, you know quarter of the season. Very so, true. So twelve and a half is very possible. Do I does I do I think he makes it? I'm going to say he ends up with ten. Okay, so you're I'm, taking the under on the sacks. 
Oh, are we betonline.ag in this? Well, I'm not just going to keep track. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to go 10. Okay. I mean, teams have to, when he gets down to the box, they have to just go, yo, we're going to that guy. Like, dude, hammer 54. Last year, he got those nine sacks in front of nobody. Can you imagine when when there's crowd noise and he can time? Oh, my God. Dude, Dude, him, Dunlap, Bobby, Gino, good luck, everybody. Maybe the offense won't even have to score. I can play corner. (laughs) I'm going to tell Pete, sign me up as that second corner. I got you, bro. All right. Now, what about the five picks, though? Because, look, we love Jamal. But if there is any knock on Jamal, it's coverage, you know, and he hears that. They brought it up on the broadcast. He said, point blank, he said, I hear that noise and I'm going to be better this year. And my goal is five interceptions. That's the goal I set for myself. You know, he talked about how he sets high goals for himself and he wants to. So, like, he's motivated, man. Five picks for Jamal Adams this season. What do you think? No chance. He He's just not going to be in coverage enough, you know, Um that's why I mean I, I give him like one or two, you know, a deflection or you know zone drop. But yeah, hard to pick it off when you're right in front of the quarterback every time. Yeah, I mean, his grill. <clears throat> yeah, no, I I don't see that that number happen. Five is a lot. Yeah, I don't I don't know like I don't know if Cam ever had five in a season. I think Earl might have had five once or twice. Like, he had now Jamal had two. I remember two off the top of my head last year that hit him like right in the chest. I didn't want to so, go there. But no, but I'm I'm not I'm not throwing shade. What I'm saying is he had a chance for at least two last year. He did. So I'm gonna give him at least I'm gonna I would set the over under for him this coming season at two and a half. Yeah, that's fair. I'm still taking the under. Give me two. Okay. All right. I'll write you down for two. I just, if you're, yeah, if you're blitzing and you expect over 12 and a half sacks, I don't, when are you going to have time? Dude, get? sign me up for 10 sacks and two picks right now, though. It doesn't need well, to be the, five. One of the greatest seasons of all time. I mean, Absolutely. but um, I mean, and I'm telling you, if you get Gino and that pass rush, when that ball comes out fast, it's like you just jump rabbits, man. It is fun. All you do is just, oh, he's going to. He doesn't have time. He's about to get hit. He's going to jump in front of the field. Oh, I got the ball. That's how it happens. I'm really excited for this defense, man. I really think this defense can be one of those Seahawks defenses that we remember. I mean, they're young, I know, but so was the Legion of Boom at some point. And I, I just think this this it could be – I know they've given up 50 points in the first two preseason games, and I was kind of you know, smarting at it a little bit earlier, but – I, I don't know, man. I'm excited for this defense, especially yeah. if they sign Gino. Yeah, Come man. On. I mean, sign Gino. Him, Gino. Sign him up. Him, Puna, Dunlap, Sheem. I mean, mm-hmm. man, yeah. that is scary. Yeah. Well, uh, do you got anything else for this episode before we wrap it up? I do not. All right, then let's wrap it up, everybody. The next uh, Seahawks preseason game is coming up uh, this weekend against the Chargers. Hated San Diego. Don't call them San Diego. They're Los Angeles Chargers. (laughs) (laughs) The game is up there in Seattle. Enjoy it, everyone. And then we move on to real football right after that. College football starts in like 11 days, everybody. Football season is Mm -hmm. upon us, so... Uh, it's going to be good times out there. If you got emails to send to the show, you can do that at any time. Seahawks pod, Seahawks pod at gmail.com. 
com. Send them in. Um, also, social media. Believe in Seahawks. B-L-E-A-V in Seahawks. We're out of time, though. Lofa, let's break it down. Hands in the middle. What do you want to break it down to? Um, I don't know. What do you got? Now route? More now? <laughs> <laughs> now route! Now route! <laughs> Throw a damn now route! Now oh, route! They're, they're cutting us off. Now we're, out on, now we're out on three. Now we're out on me. Now we're out on three. One, two, three. Now we're out. Now we're out. It almost sounds like now we're out. Boom. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.